Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, award-winning podcaster and founder of TransformationGoddess.com, where women gather for a soulful, sensual, and sacred exploration of the Divine Feminine. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today, it's my honor to introduce, or I should say reintroduce you to my good friend, Kim Turcott. Kim works with women who do too much and find themselves overwhelmed, yet undersatisfied with their lives. She introduces her clients to the power of the goddess and the importance of living in alignment with their natural cycles. In doing so, Kim teaches them how they can take back their lives without guilt and find balance, as well as that missing something they've been searching for. Kim is amazing, one of the most powerful, grounded, creative, and amazing women I know. So to be able to talk with her today is quite an honor. Welcome, Kim. Thanks, Shan. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you know, it was great to talk with you during the Goddess Talk sessions uh, last September, October, and to have you come back today and have it just be a little bit more about your story and what what you've been uh, up to in the last uh, year or so and to just kind of let it unfold. And I'd love to begin by having you share a, a significant transformation that you've experienced recently that kind of changed the course of your life. So <clears throat> I think the biggest um, thing that's happened to me recently was... I was asked by a colleague to um, attend a an event in Las Vegas as her guest to help her. She had a booth as a as a um, a vendor there, and so I was like, okay, I'll go. And well, as part of being the vendor, um, we were able to take part in the event. So. It was something that was a total gift and totally unexpected. And so we're in there and the first day of the event, we're handed these cards and they have 10 questions on them that are meant to, you know, kind of invoke thought and get you thinking about where you want to go in life. And I read question number six. I still, it's like, Every time I even think about it, I almost want to cry. It was so amazing. I read the question, and the question was, what do you want to be known for 25 years from now? Wow. And immediately, like, it was this wave that overtook me, and I I got very emotional, and I started thinking, well, I certainly don't want to be known for creating websites 25 years from now because, you know, as you know, that's a big part of what I do is I help women like us who are in this this field build websites. And so I was like, oh, gosh, I really want to be a leader in the goddess movement. That's what I was born for. That's what I want to do. And that one question changed everything for me it was I really started to look at what am I doing in my life and how can I bring and how can I reconnect to my goddess self because 
I had really kind of gone away from that and got caught up in the, you know, busyness of being an entrepreneur and, and helping others. And I hadn't really done my goddess work in a long time. And, um, and so I started looking at how I can reconnect with that. And the last year has just been absolutely amazing. Um, I, you know, I stepped forward with the goddess mentor and, the response has been amazing and I'm able to connect with amazing women like you. And it's just, it really has changed my life. Not only, you know, have I stepped into this on like a business level, I've also reconnected on a personal level with, with making my own spiritual practice a top priority and mm. that was something that I had gotten away from and that's I'm really passionate about about helping women to do that because I think what happens is we know how good it is for us and we know how amazing we feel when we're you know taking time each day to sit at our altar or to write in our journal or to take a walk in nature and just be but I think we get so caught up in everything that's going on in our lives. We're like, oh, okay, well, instead of doing that now, I'll just do it after I do X, Y, Z. And then that never comes. Sure, sure. <laughs> and so, you know, I've really made that a priority. And I, I feel like a different person. So that one question was a huge catalyst to help me, you know, move forward and and kind of go back to my roots I mean back you know I want to say probably 20 something years ago and I started this goddess journey I mean that is how I live my life and I kind of and I was teaching at that time and then life gets in the way and you know it ebbs and flows and so I feel like I'm back and I'm and I'm stronger than ever and I I am just filled with joy and and love and gratefulness. <laughs> and it's been, I'll tell you, it's been really cool to be a witness of, of your transformation and to see you reclaim that feminine side that, uh, because your, your divine masculine was really running the show for a while there. And, um, and when you balanced, when you brought the balance back in, uh, to be able to continue to do those things that you love along with, the, the nurturing and the being and the and and the standing in in what you know and how you can be of service to others has been cool really cool to watch yeah it's been amazing I think you know with that with that whole transformation kind of came this oh my gosh can I really do this as a way of supporting myself I mean that was a big big sure. fear for me you know and to see the response that I've gotten has been just overwhelming to me. And it just, it reaffirms to me how much women need each other. Right. You know, we really do. We really need to, we need to go back to the, the, the ancient culture of women sitting in circle and really supporting each other, that tribe mentality where uh -oh. everybody, you know, 
they they lived as a community and they really supported each other. And if someone was sick or struggling, the other women were there to hold her up. It, right. You know, we need that so much these days. And I really, I'm committed to, to really be a part of bringing that, you know, that back. No doubt. Me culture. too. Let's do it. Let's continue. Let's do it. Let's amp it up because it's, such a gift and it is and it's a gift for those that are on their way up for the young ones that um, yes that need to see that and and as you know for me that my circle work has been just so profound and continues to be both in person and virtually and uh it, recently when my father passed away I, I just knew that i was supported Yes, in every corner. There, I just right. and and I still am. I it's it's right. just like oh, and there was women and, holding space for you all over all the over the world. It's I know. True. And I think, oh my gosh, just a handful of years ago, it would have been such a different scene, and I would have really been taking it all on my own. You know that kind of business. That yes. kind of right. Because I think you and I are very similar in that respect. Like we. I think we come from or we tend to go into the masculine very easily. I mean, we, you know, we can, you know, (laughs) we can stand our ground in the masculine just as well as everybody else. And that's, and the, the, the problem with that is that, you know, when you're in that space too long, you forget these things, the supporting, the, the, the letting people hold space for you and, and the, just the knowing that, it's all going to be okay because you don't have to do anything. Everybody else will hold the space for you. Right. And it's been profound. I, I, it, it, I can feel it. I know that I, I know that that has everything to do with the grace and the, the flow. And again, what you preach and what I teach it when I'm tired, I take a nap. Yes. When I'm, when I, when I can't stare at the computer or talk to another person or wait on hold for another 20 minutes, I right. go for a walk. Um, if I, if I can't show up in a domestic way for my family, I ask my husband to, you know, that, <laughs> that kind of right. stuff. And it makes, it makes all the difference. It really does. And I think, you know, just, I mean, so many women out there are still in a place where, just the thought of doing something like that would make them feel so much guilt. Right. Because believe me, I, you know, I can guilt with, with the rest of them. You know, I, I, I always like to joke that I'm a recover, recovering Catholic. So I, I get the guilt. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I, oh, Uh, but you know, guilt is not a way to live. And I have found that as I'm more willing to, say to my husband, you know what? It's really been a challenging day for me. You know, can you either make dinner or can you grab something for dinner and whatever? He He's like more than happy to do that. And there's no, like there are no expectations from him. Right. I, I put that on myself. Yeah. And so... I think that's part of, you know, what I want, want to help women to understand is that so much of those expectations come from us. It's not what the people around us really expect from us. No doubt. 
and we have to learn to kind of move through that so we can really be the best that we can be <laughs> without guilt no doubt so let's let's change the uh the direction of our conversation a little bit and and from this place of transformation and growth and and balance i'd love for you to share how you relate to your body your sexuality and your power as a woman oh gosh i you know i will say right up front that um I am heavier than I've ever been and I have struggled with that over, you know, the past few years. However, I also have a great reverence for my body. I know how important it is for me to be in my body and to love my body. So I am really, that's one of the things that I work on consistently, um, you know, feeding myself good foods and, and, you know, moving my body. Um, when it comes to sexuality, I, you know, it's another thing that I think uh, many women feel shame around. And right. it's this, to me, it's just a beautiful expression of who we are. It, that, it, there's so much power in that. Um, and I don't mean power over another person. It's right. power of like within yourself when you truly allow yourself to be in your body and enjoy and participate in your own sexuality, like without shame or guilt. It's so empowering. And, you know, it. I was fortunate enough to grow up in, in a house where my mom was – you know, she was very candid with my sister and I, and she always told us, you know, whatever you choose to do in your bedroom is, it's all okay. And it's what, it's what feels good to you. And so I was really fortunate to have that experience. So especially in a Catholic house. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> right. And she, you know, I mean, I was really, really lucky to have that experience. So I feel like I was able to kind of step into my power in that area and really experience bliss. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. I think that it's such an important part of who we are. Um, and there's so much healing that needs to be done uh, for, for every woman listening right now. If, there's, if you're feeling any shame around your sex life or around enjoying sex or or if you've maybe pushed it all down pushed right. it aside because that happens a lot too yes i invite you to explore that and and because you were meant to be a sexual being absolutely and it's okay it's, it's more, more than okay. Than, it's more yeah, than okay. More than <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, and I think about, uh, you know, growing up and what you would hear and, and still to this day, women who have a sexual appetite are whores or yeah. are, um, you know, fast and loose or whatever. Right. And, and men, you know, hey, high five, got laid last night, that kind of yes, business. Exactly. And it's like, why, why can't you give me the high five that I got laid last night? What, exactly. Like, what's the difference? 
Really? There is none. It's a cultural thing. And it's just, and, and the thing is, is that when you let yourself really honor those urges and really be in touch with your sexuality, you will never feel more alive. Right. And I, you know, so many women are walking around just in this cloud pushing everything down, including their sexuality. It's like, wake up, give yourself permission, be alive. Like right. you deserve that. Right. And whether you're with a partner or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, oh, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. It's important because there's not enough conversation and there's more than ever before. And I'm grateful for that. But, uh, but we all, we all need to look at this part of our lives and make sure that we're doing the healing work necessary in order to really enjoy our bodies. Right. Cause it's a, it's a sacred gift. I mean, think of everything our body does for us. And I think most of us take it for granted for the majority of our lives right. until something goes wrong with our sacred vessel. And then right. we're like in a panic, but right. it's something that we need to, take care of and nourish and give pleasure to hmm. this time of year. I, I, I pr use body oil a lot on a regular basis, but this time of year I'll use a, a little bit um, heavier oil like uh, sesame oil instead of coconut oil or, and just cover my body head to toe yep. and, and then either take a hot bath or get in the shower and just, thanking myself as I'm as I'm applying it and, and being so loving with yeah. with my body in any state that it's in and remembering oh this is so good you know especially this time of year when it's cooler and it's windier and all this stuff is going on that that gets our um, vata heightened we can be it can be a little bit uh this time of year can be very anxiety filled for people right before the holidays with the yes. weather you know, transformation and everything else, not to mention the other things out there. So when you can, when you can do something like that for yourself, it, it's uh, a, again, a gift. And, and that leads me right to the next piece, which is I, I want you very much to share some of your sacred feminine rituals with our, with our listeners. I know you have quite a lot, but um, <laughs> share, share, share what comes to the top of your mind now and, uh, and maybe somebody can walk away with a new practice. Well, one of the, you know, you saying, you know, applying the oil and taking a shower, I, a lot of women will take a bath, you know, to kind of relax their bodies and that's their sacred time. But with me, I, it's this strange thing. The shower to me is just this amazing place for ritual. Mm -hmm. um, I often will go in the bathroom and shut all the lights except for a few candles, light my favorite incense, take a few big hunks. I have some really um, large pieces of quartz and some amethyst and I just put them in the tub with me and I really just envision the water cleansing me from head to toe washing out the anxiety as it spills down my body and you know envisioning those 
crystals like absorbing and transmuting that energy and then once i feel that my body is emptied from that stress and and i'm clear and clean then i really focus i actually put my feet on the crystals and allow my my body to recharge um, mm -hmm. and just draw that energy up through my feet and up through my body and up through the crown chakra and really become this clear vessel and that to me is such a, a relaxing yet invigorating practice for me mm -hmm. so that's one and then of course you know how passionate i am about altars so anytime yeah. i can spend at at an all at my altar i have them all over i you know that's that's also a sacred time for me so sacred it, ritual it's so nice to just look in any direction and see these sacred objects and and i'm the same way i'm looking you know looking right now and <laughs> i have three in the room that i'm in and that yes. doesn't include the rest of the house and and there's just even if it's just a short pause yes there's something about it that there is. uh Ah. It's a, it's a quick reminder to say. Well, this is that. That's why I love altar so much because it's they're a really easy way to remind us that it, you don't have to. Of course, it's always good when you can take you know a half an hour and sit and journal and and really just be silent and have you know commune with the divine, but. You can do that in 20 seconds when you're standing in front of your altar or walking by your altar even, just letting your, your gaze fall on it mm -hmm. and knowing that you just made connection with divine space and divine energy. Right. And so that's why, I mean, I'm, I'm super passionate about altars, mini altars, formal altars, big altars, small <laughs> altars, they're <You> know, everywhere. <laughs> when I was down uh when I was down cleaning up my dad's house and packing up his stuff, I had I did Im immediately candle, smudge, you know, had my just boom, travel altar and just did some clearing and I thought, gosh, I'm so grateful yes. that I know how to do this and that it brings me some peace and that it's and that it's just a really healthy way to to be with and move through this this energy, and it's such a freaking gift. It is because how much lighter did you feel once right. you went through that process? Right, so much better. Yeah, so it's much amazing. better. So, how else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? Oh gosh, you know, I think. I think just being open to the journey, you know, like this whole just allowing myself to really step into who I am is is a big piece for me. You know, that obviously the last year has been, that's what I've been going through is really honoring who, what I'm here for and to really step into my own power and and in doing so inspire other women to do the same i mean we're <clears throat> we are amazing powerful beings and i truly believe that you know the quote 
from the Dalai Lama that says the Western woman will will save the world. I do believe not necessarily just the Western woman, but I believe that women will save the world. I think yeah. our energy and when we when each one of us is able to honor who we really are and have the courage to be the transformation goddess or the mm -hmm. goddess mentor or you know to really step into our roles as as leaders in whatever area that we are meant to step into i think that's what being sovereign is and and i think that that has been a really powerful journey for me over the last year um how to, is to that, step into how, that how has that uh, transformation affected your your relationships it's been amazing. I mean, um, you know, my my relationship with my husband on a you know on a daily basis just gets better because when I honor me, <laughs> right? You know, he sees it, and it's so funny because when I have an experience of being in circle with other women, or you know, whatever, if I'm I'm writing or I'm doing a ritual in the moments after that, it's like I am a different, well, I'm not really a different person. I'm who I'm, I'm it's, I'm who I am at my core. That's what right. I am sovereign. And he will sure. look at me and be like, oh my gosh, you are like, you're amazing. Right. You're glowing. You're beautiful. And so, um, that's been, it's, that's been really good too, you know, for me to be able to be who I am gives him permission to be who he is. And I think that that's um, how it is for all of us. You know, if we can stand in our own power, the people around us will stand in theirs. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, uh, that I've been working with, as, as you know, is uh, not trying to play small not trying to reel it in to make other people feel more comfortable <laughs> yes oh, <God. laughs> because i know you know i know when, wherever i go i i fill a room and then the next room and then the whole block and you know whatever because of the just because of the nature of of this particular configuration right and and it's and it's still i'll still catch myself thinking oh you know oh because i'm very unfiltered and and at the same time coming from a place of of love most of the time right. and and it's so awesome to just be that expansive yes and to just and and to say you know what if you're uncomfortable with that that's on you Absolutely. that's not on me right right and i think you know it's funny just I think when there are people or women around you or around me that when we do step into that power um, that are uncomfortable, the reason that it creates this uncomfortable feeling for them is because somewhere inside they know that they're not being their biggest, best, most powerful selves. Right. And we all long for that. And so when you're in the presence of someone who is willing to stand in their own power, like it sparks something within you. I mean, that yeah. is, that's what I want 
right. to my life. I right. want to be that example of I'm going to be everything I'm meant to be. I'm not going to hide. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. Right. I'm not going to feel feel weird about it or fear judgment. I'm just going to step into who I am because I really do know that when I am in that space, the women around me are stronger for it. They are. It gives them permission to do the same. Absolutely. And I always think of that, you know, the Marianne Williamson quote. of No doubt. Yeah. I mean, that to me is so powerful. I actually have that printed. I have it in my office and, you know, um, depending on what work I'm doing, I sometimes have it on my, on my personal altar and it's so true. You know, it It is, it's a great reminder and it really is. And and what a better way to expand the consciousness of women all over the world than to stand in your own power. (laughs) What comes up for you when you hear me say to walk in beauty, walking in beauty? Uh, immediately for me, I think about being in nature. Um, I just, my spiritual practice is, is very tied to the seasons and the, the, the magic of nature. And so when I think of walk in beauty, I think of, uh, you know, being in a forest or in the, in the woods or on the beach, just walking and really being present. I mean, I think that's the thing to notice that beauty, we have to be present. And so when I'm in nature, that is when I'm, I'm most present. That's when I'm at my most um, receptive state, I think. And so I'm able to really, connect with the beauty of all things Hmm. that reverence and you can and you can take it with you everywhere you can because I really I was just sitting here it's so funny because I was sitting here with my eyes closed just thinking about a walk I took recently yeah and just you know I live in New England and so the the trees there a lot of them are off the trees now but uh, the leaves were you know, just a couple of weeks ago, it was just so vibrant and mm-hmm. you know, there was still some greens, but there were these yellows and oranges and reds. And I, I was walking and I was thinking, my gosh, it's like, it's a beautiful canvas, but mm-hmm. it's alive and it's around me. And and I was actually sitting here just thinking that I had my mm-hmm. eyes closed and for a moment I was transported to that, that space and time. So beautiful. It is. So I would love for you to tell me about your inspiration for Season of the Goddess. I know some of it, of course, but but it will help our listeners know what you're up to. And uh, and then we'll move right from there into your gorgeous free gift. And then I'll turn you loose for the day. All right. So Seasons of the Goddess, as I mentioned, you know, um, nature is like it's just magic to me. And I think nature has so much to teach us and I really have found that when I honor the cycles and the seasons found in nature that 
everything in my life is a whole heck of a lot easier. And I'm really able to step into my power and I'm more in touch with who I am at my core. And so <clears throat> I, you know, I started to, I've been practicing and honoring the wheel of the year for over 20 years now. And I started to think, you know, this is so powerful. Like so many women ha don't, don't even realize that this exists, you know I mean? And so I, I was like, I really want to help women to be in touch with the natural cycles. I mean, if we look at it, there is this one cycle that is inherent in everything, in our daily life, in our, you know, in the months with the, with the, growing the waxing and waning of the moon over the year course of the year with the seasons over our lifetimes from our journey um as a, a child to the crone it's all the same i mean we start with this spark this birth this this light and then that grows and we plant the seeds and then we nurture those seeds and they grow into this amazing, powerful gift for us. And that's what I want women. I want women to be able to feel that power and be, be back in tune with, um, with our natural cycle so that they can really honor where they're at. I think most of us stay stuck in that power mode. We stay stuck in the creative, the creative energy versus allowing ourselves to ebb and flow into the dream state, into the, the, you know, the nurturing state and then step into our power and creative state and then allow ourselves to receive and with gratitude and enjoy the fruits of our labor. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, our ancestors, they live that way because they were agricultural and they, they honored this sacred wheel of the year because it was their livelihood. You sure, know, they, sure. They honored the cycles of the earth and there's so much to learn from that. And I think um, as modern women, we, we do tend to step into the masculine a lot. We forget the ebb and flow of life. And I think it's just so important to learn that so that we can come back to ourselves. I'm so glad you stepped forward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I really, I have to say it's, it's just, it's a magical way of being. And yeah. I am so happy. I don't know if you, I mean, just talking about it, I can feel my energy rising. Sure. And, um, that is what I want for every single woman out there. I want her to be able to, to give herself permission to take quiet time and just be in her dream state. Mm -hmm. And then I want for her to know that those dreams are possible and it's all part of that cycle. And um, all she has to do is tap into that natural rhythm, the natural cycles of the earth and honor that and mirror that in her own life and anything is possible. <laughs> you have a really generous free gift for our listeners today. Tell us about that. 
Well, as I mentioned, I think a couple of times during <laughs> during our conversation today is I am I am a huge believer in the power of having altars and creating altars. And I really think that in our busy world, it is the absolute number one easiest way for us to connect with our divinity. Um, and so my gift to your listeners um, is uh, creating altars kit. And that comes with, you know, a handout that really talks about the different kinds of altars that you can create, why altars are such a sacred practice and how they, how that can really help you. And then um, I think there's some, there's an audio and some other handouts that can help you build your altars um, and go deeper into the altar practice. So I'm really excited because I really, I do believe that that's, that's an important first step. When we create altars, we bring our spiritual practice into our physical world. Uh And it's, it, it helps us to ground it and it makes it easier for us to participate and, and remember our divinity daily. (laughs) Right on. And, and that will be available on the page along with the, audio and transcript for anyone listening if you're if you're in your car or away from your computer you'll be able to just click and visit the goddessmentor.com and uh, Kim's gift will be there for you and you can also find the goddess mentor on Facebook I'll have a link easy access there as well and Kim you have a, a special offering going on now as well so we'll have all of that information available and I just really can't express how much I appreciate you stepping forward and I feel really lucky to be in, in the virtual circle with you for as long as I have. We, we have so much in common and, and so much work to do and it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels <laughs> like it feels like such a such a gift to, to be able to to share and and bring this information forward in any way we can. Absolutely. I'm so grateful to you, Shan, for being, you know, who you are and, and inviting me to be part of this this amazing uh, Divine Feminine Spotlight. And I just am honored to have you as part of, of my circle as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You're invited to visit TransformationGoddess.com to receive Shan's enchanting four-part audio series for supportive practices to awaken your inner goddess.